Hi, I'm Christoph Zimmerman. You're listening to the Pink Gun Podcast. Sky Sports News, I'm going to kick things off. Can you give us an update in terms of the teams and what's your plans for the match on Sunday? Yeah, the plan is quite easy, to be as successful as possible, um, although we know it's a, of course a huge task uh, without uh, without any doubt. Um, team news, um, yeah, I would say I'm not perfect. Uh, in general, Timo Puki is, uh, is out for this game, so uh, still he's got some hamstring problems and he's not available uh, for tomorrow. We have, of course, our bit long-term uh, injuries with Tim Close is not available and also Ben Godfrey. Um, also, Josep Brimic is, is not in the mix for tomorrow. He joined us uh, the first time since his long-term injury during during this week in order to be to take part in um, yeah a few exercises during during this week. But uh, it's too soon for him to to be involved. Um, yeah, we had a few problems in the beginning of the week. Uh, Jamal Lewis uh, was struggling a bit with tonsillitis, uh, but uh, he's uh, back in team training since yesterday. So. I guess he will be uh, available for for tomorrow. Yeah, a few problems with some colds. Grant Henley uh, uh, was struggling a bit with the with the cold and and um, so a few knocks during training, but nothing nothing too special. I think the main news is probably that uh, Timo is not available. You mentioned about Timi there, and is there a specific time scale on his injury and when you're hoping for him to come back? I hope at uh, any point during during next week he will join us uh, then back in, in team training, and I'm pretty confident that he will be available for the Bournemouth game. Given that choices up front are fairly limited, is there an opportunity for Adam Ida, who obviously featured in the FA Cup game against Preston North End, would he be on the bench, or do you think he'd actually make the starting eleven? We will see. So uh, we are struggling a bit, uh, of course, in the moment with uh, injuries of our of our uh, striker, main striker options with um, Timo Puki and also Josep Drimic. Uh, Dennis Rubini has left us, um, and um, yeah, of course, uh, Adam uh, Adam Ida is, is a good good option for us without uh, without any doubt. Um, he's done really all right at, at Preston in the, the cup game, and uh, yeah, we will see how we decide. Moving on to transfer news, Borussia Dortmund have registered their interest in. Max Ahrens, what's your thoughts on that? Is it there is there potential for him to leave the club in this window? No potential, and I wouldn't spend uh, too much energy in order to uh, yeah listen to all this uh, to all these rumors. And uh, this young listen, Max is a young guy, 20 years old, huh? and he is still um, four and a half years of his contract left. And I think it's not the right time for him even to think about a genuine move. And, and meanwhile, I would be also a bit doubtful. Um, if I'm honest, when too many clubs are linked uh, linked with him, or he is linked uh, with too many clubs, uh, when I keep in mind, so I'm originally from Germany. Uh, three days um, ago, I think he signed already for Bayern Munich yesterday. He signed for Borussia Dortmund, and I heard rumors here in, in England. Nearly each and every club was was linked with him. I would be always a bit doubtful when uh, so many clubs uh, are in the race, because then you got the feeling a bit like, yeah, okay, January, and someone wants wants to do some business with him. Uh, believe me, he's uh, 20 years old, uh, four and a half years um, contract um, uh, is left in this in this contract, and uh, he's totally here at the at the right place. This guy has, I think, 21 uh, Premier League games so far. Leave him a bit alone and let him play some football, and uh, that's the main topic. On the flip side, Hertha Berlin's Andre Duda potentially coming here on a six-month loan. What's your thoughts on that? 
I don't want to discuss too, uh, today too much about uh, personal things because we have a great game and uh, important game tomorrow and, and we have to be fully focused and concentrate on the on the game. One thing is for sure a few players have left us in the, in the recent days um, with uh, Dennis Rebini uh, striker number 10 option with Pat Patrick Roberts winger number 10 option. Uh, also Philipp Heiser has left us on loan our, our uh, left fullback option also he can also play as a, as a left winger. And also Akin Famevo has left us on uh, on loan um, to Scotland. So that means uh, they're, we were working with a pretty small group of players anyway. And uh, of course, there are um, yeah some possibilities right now. And we're looking to, to strengthen ours quite a bit, especially in the offense, offense after after um, Dennis Rebeni and, and Patrick Roberts have left us. Um, I think we need to need a few more options. That's uh, without any doubt, and it's also like, um, yeah, for example, Duda. We know this player, and he's a good player without any doubt. Um, but let's see how the next days and and the next weeks will develop. And one thing is for sure, of course, we we won't fall asleep, and we're looking to uh, to strengthen our squad a bit, and and also we need to bring some options in. Let's focus on the match then. How have preparations been this week with the team? Good. So the lads were pretty um, concentrated and, and focused and uh, especially after really brilliant uh, away win in the FA Cup. Um, at Preston, really tough place to go and then to be with there was a uh, convincing win was, was good for the mood, good for the confidence and we know that uh, we face with uh, Manchester United one of the yeah, greatest club in the whole world and a team who is fighting for the Champions League uh, positions. It's a huge uh, task for us without any doubt. We are not the favourite in this away game but we will also travel with confidence and we are looking forward to uh, perhaps uh, extend our uh, unbeaten run to four games and this is a target for tomorrow. What is it you want to see from your players, particularly going against a team at the moment who may be lacking a little bit of confidence? Bravery, uh, sticking to our to our philosophy, to our to our principles. So we want to be ourselves out on the pitch and not to be too impressed from the atmosphere in Old Trafford or Old Trafford or the the name of the club or the name of the players. So without any doubt, they have some some uh, world class uh, players in, in all areas. It's a it's a top club, but I want us to go out and, and to be ourselves. So to try to be the to be the protagonist on the pitch, to to play uh, football with courage, with bravery, with confidence, and this. Time for tomorrow. Finally from me, um, what are your thoughts on the midfielder, midfielder Emiliano Buendia being second place behind Kevin De Bruyne in terms of creating chances? I'm not so addicted uh, to uh, individual awards or statistics or whatever. For me, just uh, the team uh, success is, is quite important. And I was asked this uh, uh, a lot, uh, I think last season now we, we had a record season and can remember we had uh, months when we had uh, I think nine or ten wins in a row and I always missed uh, to win this uh, manager of the month award and I was asked if I'm annoyed or whatever listen the only thing that I'm interested in is uh, really the the success of the team so not individual awards for uh, coaches for for players for playing stuff it's good when uh, Emiliano is there with a, with a good statistic and it's a sign of at least in a, in a good shape but I don't want to praise um, too much individuals more like want to be successful as a group and that's my main Topic. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Daniel, Joe. Thank you. Um, obviously, a very tough match going to Old Trafford. Um, teams like Crystal Palace have beaten them at Old Trafford this season. This season with Manchester United, do they seem like a more beatable side? Can you take confidence from some of the others' mm. results going up there? 
I think it would be uh, not respectful when I'm sitting here, sitting in position uh, 20 and speak about the weaknesses of, of Man United and that they are beatable uh, during the season. So um, in football, everything is possible and you can win each each and every match. And uh, for that, of course, we have a chance tomorrow. We've proved this during the season, especially against the uh, top class sides that um, we are capable to win points even, even in this game. And for that, we won't raise a white flag and say, OK, no chance for us. And not at all. We will be greedy and, and confident and try to be um, there was a good performance also with a good result and of course we try to beat them and if that's not possible then at least to, to get one point so this uh, this is our task but um, we are still full of respect and we know it's a, it's a top club with top class players and uh, it's a difficult task for us As you mentioned uh, Norwich have had some good results against top sides this season they have been at home though why do you think Norwich hasn't been able to have comparative results away? We've won at Goodison Park, um, for example, was also was also great. We had uh, also good performances away. Uh, in in uh, general, it's always switched a bit. So uh, without any doubt, it's it's um, yeah, of course a bit more comfortable to to play at home uh, because you know the surroundings. Uh, you don't have to travel. And the supporters are backing you. But I'm I'm a deep believer in away game is more or less like a home game yeah, because um, it's 11 against 11, two rectangles in the end of the pitch, and you try to bring the ball into this rectangle. So the same rules the same game you feel of course a bit more comfortable at home but um, anyway also some really really good away performances and uh, I'm not fearful. United have, have, have had criticism for their defence recently mm. obviously Puki will be out of this game as you mentioned but do you think that you still have enough up front to potentially exploit mm. them in that area? We'll see. So it's always uh, up to prove it on the pitch and not to, to speak too much about it uh, about before. We know that, of course, so especially in the striker positions, it's not like uh, it's it's a top-class situation for us right now to, to play without our, our main striker and also several options are, are not available. But we're confident and we trust our lads. And, uh, of course, we try to, uh, to work on the different uh, topics in order to be then competitive and also um, yeah to provide a goal threat then uh, also tomorrow. And... Um, Listen, for me, starting with the goalkeeper, I was, was using um, yeah, the centre-backs there yeah, for me, Harry Maguire, one of the really world-class centre-backs, so um, I'm really respectful and I know that they can also defend pretty, uh, pretty, pretty well and we are respectful and we have to be unbelievably precise in our offence and also clinical because I don't expect that we will create 20 one-against-one situation on the goalkeeper. Um, so it will be difficult, uh, of course, to, to score against Man United, especially at Old Trafford, but uh, it's possible and uh, for that we're working on this topic. And the middle of the table, in terms of where they sit, is very compact in terms of points. A loss for them could send them further down the table and, and you yourselves obviously need the points right now. With that in mind, what kind of game, dynamics-wise, passion-wise, mm. are you expecting? Mm. Yeah, first of all, I expect, of course, a highly motivated Man um, United team at home because, um, yeah, without any doubt, uh, it's uh, it's not a secret that they should win a home game against a newly promoted side who is sitting on position 20 in this in this league. But I wouldn't overinterpret too much in that they could be nervous or something like this. They have so many experienced players, and I don't think uh, they will struggle just because they uh, see some yellow shirts on the pitch. So um, I think we have to be good in our performance and and uh, don't play any mind games. So. It's it's quite important that we are confident and that we are brave and, and that we play our game and if we do this we have a chance. Thank you. Thank you, John. Daniel, uh, interesting to hear you say Adamita did all right against Preston last weekend. I assume you played. He did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> uh, I'm sure fans would think I would say he did fantastically well, but he's got mighty big shoes to fill, hasn't he, at Old Trafford if he's coming in to replace Team Pookie. 
Yes, but again, please be careful with this uh, young lads. Uh, and so you can't be too high and can't be too down. Uh, I mentioned so after Crawley when he played and was there was an own goal, we lost this game. Everyone labelled him as too far away from the Premier League, and we support him and backed him. And right now, after after without any doubt, he uh, was a good game of him, and and of course great to deliver with a hat trick at at Preston, but. Um, I don't like the hype uh, too much. It was his uh, first game in, uh, on uh, on this level, and um, his performance was definitely okay, without any doubt. And, and I was pleased with him. Yeah, but it's not like we won the Premier League title in, in this game. So, with all respect, um, also to Preston, but we played a Championship side who has had uh, several changes also in their in their defense. So still a good performance because it's it's a championship side with their best home record um, but with all respect also to the Preston uh, player so it's it's a bit dif- uh, different when you then face Maguire or Lindelof or whoever uh, plays then tomorrow so um, so for that um, quality is always defined over qu- uh, performance over long term period and this was Adam, Adam has to do we can't label him right now top class quality striker after just one um, FA Cup game so it's more, he has two minutes on the Premier League level he looked sharp in those two minutes but that's all so don't um, don't over interpret uh, this performance so I was pleased with him it was without any doubt good for his confidence also good for us to see that he's able to deliver on uh, on this level but I'm pretty sure Man United, for example, is also also a different level. And each every game on Premier League level is at the moment also a bit on on different level. And he has to work quite hard. Uh, I also realized in the last game many many topics where he has to improve. And uh, for that we are happy that we have uh, Adam. We are happy that we are able to to work with him. And we totally believe in this potential. But I wouldn't go too far. And and um, that our only hope uh, for uh, tomorrow's game is Adam either. Otherwise we have no chance or whatever. We have some other threats as well. Well, of course, it's crucial when, when one of your key players uh, is not available. It's the same even for Barcelona when Messi is not available. So it's it's, uh, it's then a huge uh, task for them, and and so even more perhaps uh, for us without without any doubt. But it's it's we, we are not relying on on one player so we can't change a whole philosophy and the idea of, of playing and how we want to work um, just uh, because of one player because it could always be that this player sometimes yeah, perhaps not suspended yeah team was never suspended but uh, it could be an illness or injury or something like this uh, so for that um, it's quite important that all are prepared also to to play um, in 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 our way when he's not available of course it changed in a bit in personal terms because uh, a player like Adam Ida or um, Dennis Rubini who was there with us or Josep Drimic or Markus Tieperman who can play up front or on hand they are all different uh, to Timo and this, their movements are, are different and uh, the teammates have to adapt of course a bit more like to the different different style but uh, we won't uh, change our style in general. I think most people would agree that Norwich have performed exceptionally well the last few weeks and don't have the points hole to reflect that. At some point you're going to need to start picking up these points aren't you to have any chance? 
that's right but i can't paint any results or i can't bake uh, any points i just can concentrate on working with my lads on good performances and then hopefully to convert this good performances in, into results and it's not too bad to be right now three games unbeaten but it's more like i got the same feeling so we have ticked more more or less already all the boxes with our draws right now so it would be nice to uh, to add some wins uh, as well and for that it was good to have this winning feeling back uh, at preston and um yeah without any doubt one point would uh, of course tomorrow also to be a good result but we will play this game not only to to not to lose this game it's more like we go into each and every game in order to win it and it doesn't uh, matter if we play an unbelievable difficult uh, away game like tomorrow or if it's a home game so um yeah we know so if we want to celebrate in the end uh, of the of the season yeah we need to pick up uh, pretty close to to 40 points and it will be a long road and, and each and every point counts and hopefully you can uh, pick some points up uh, us tomorrow just finally uh, you mentioned great win at Preston was it also nice to watch a match without VAR I saw a recent report <laughs> saying you probably have six extra points if VAR hadn't been implemented this year you've been on the worst side Yes, but uh, we just are concentrating on the topics we can influence. And I can't influence the rules. I can't influence if we are used in the, the right or in the wrong way. I think uh, there were definitely a few incidents uh, when um, we were at least told. Um, it's also like uh, it's a bit sad for you because uh, the process was not correct or the decision was not correct, but we can't can't uh, change it. So, um, yeah, it seems like during this season we have to defy all the all the odds, injury curves, VAR decisions, or some referee decisions. Um, at least it was good that um, we had a game. I think there were also some some of the goals were pretty close to offside. I think our fourth goal was potentially offside. But perhaps their second goal was also potentially offside. So, yeah, it was at least good that uh, it was a game uh, where the motions were not taken out of the game. It was seven minutes breaks and, and something like this, and you have to wait till you're allowed to celebrate a goal. Uh, this was enjoyable, to be honest. But, um, yeah, tomorrow there will be a VR again. And, uh, yeah, we are prepared. Good. And just uh, clarify, Timmy Pukki, is that just a hamstring now, toe, no problem? Yes, at least uh, the hamstring problems give him some time to that, that the so uh, to, uh, the problems with the two um, are able to to settle. So he still feels uh, something with the with the hamstring. He's doing some running stuff, but was not able to join us during team training. So I hope uh, pretty soon during the next week he will be back in team training, and then hopefully he's also available for uh, for uh, the Bournemouth game. Ralph Farman is he available tomorrow? Yes, Ralph is back in team training since uh, three days, and he will travel with us to to many. Uh, and Ben Godfrey, I saw something he might put out on social back in team training this week. Is that the plan? Um, could be, hopefully. Uh, so he's he's doing definitely all right during rehab, and and if everything in the next days uh, will um, yeah work further on pretty pretty uh, pretty perfect, then he has a chance to join us during team training uh, at any point during next week. So I'm pretty hopeful that this will happen because yeah we miss him a lot without any doubt. But if that was the case, probably still too soon to come into your thoughts for Bournemouth, would you say? Probably. We will have to see when he can really join us. So let's say if it's really just on Friday, it would be would be too soon. If it's at any point earlier, perhaps there is a little chance uh, for him. And it also depends a bit on how he could present himself. So in general, so he's a strong lad and, and um, yeah, um, always in a, in a good phys physical shape. So I don't expect him that he needs uh, too much um, team training before he can be re-involved. But we have to wait uh, how it develops. Dennis Schrebeni, given Timo and Josip both got their injury concerns, you've got a young man in Adam Eder. Why have you allowed that deal to go through now? Yes, in an ideal world, uh, you would uh, probably... Um, 
have waited uh, till after this um, Man United game. But um, yeah, during the January transfer window, there are also some necessities. There are also like uh, Dennis wishes and uh, also the wish of the other other club, and then you are forced to uh, sometimes also to to make a decision. And um, to be honest. Um, it was not easy to to give um, Dennis a permission permission to go because we liked him a lot. He always worked his socks off uh, for this for this club, and um, the main reason we, we allowed this was that he wanted uh, to leave, and uh, he made it he made it pretty clear, and um, also understandable, not respectless to our our way. No, he was always proud to to wear this yellow shirt, but it was of course for him then an opportunity right now. Um, to be the main striker um, on, on Bundesliga level for them. So many, many um, uh, minutes in, in terms of game time. And also like, I think he's a record signing for, for Paderborn. Um, also like his, his value will be unbelievable, unbelievable high in this club. And if you're really honest, um, in the last two years, he was not so much involved. Yeah, due to unbelievable uh, Timo Pukki, uh, especially. And uh, last season, we had also Jordan Rhodes, who was unbelievable uh, important for us. And in this season, also like uh, Josep Drimic was involved several times. And um, uh, for that, um, because the behavior of Dennis was uh, was always top class, we allowed them this uh, because it was his wish. Second point was also from the business side. It was uh, was a decent deal for us, if I'm uh, if I'm really honest, for a player who didn't have much game time in the last uh, two years. And the third reason was also like, um, yeah, Adam Ida has done definitely all right in the in the recent weeks. And also like um, with with doing this, then it opens also perhaps even a bit more the opportunity then for for Adam because uh, yeah, he was perhaps just striker number four. Um, during during um, several months, and for that it opens perhaps also a bit the space for him to to be a bit more involved, and and we always want to back our young players, our own uh, academy starlets, and uh, this was the reason behind them. Of course, I would have preferred, yeah, perhaps to have this deal um, yeah, in the next week anyhow, but. Uh, yeah, when a player wants to leave and also with the head is more or less and uh, with the heart not 100% there because he knows, okay, I want to have this uh, switch, then it, it doesn't make sense to say, okay, listen, you have to stay just for one game or something like this. And for that, I think it was definitely the right decision. So taking on your point from Adam Eder now, that maybe moves up the pecking order. Is that the end of the loan talk? Will he be staying here now beyond January? Yes, we'll wait what uh, what uh, will happen during during January. So there could be injuries, there could be new um, incomings or whatever, something something like this. But um, yeah, it, it was important that uh, Adam was uh, was willing to to grab his chance. And one thing is for sure, so we want to loan our best players out. So it's not like we're, we're signing players in order to loan them out. We're signing players that they can deliver for us. And if they deliver like Adam did in the last games and we're far away from from loaning out let's see how the january develops also if, if timo is back if josep is sent back in a in a good shape and and uh, what will happen but in general in this moment um one thing is for sure we won't loan him out it's a couple from me on the game okay it's maybe not the united of old when they were dominant in europe and in england but is it still these are the type of games that everything you did last season was about to go to old traffic with all the history Seventy thousand fans still a global renowned club is this what all the hard work was about for you and your players these sort of days 
Definitely. So we we once started to to play football and also to work in this business to to have this uh, type of games, yeah, to to play against the best clubs, the best uh, the best uh, players in the world, and and to, to uh, show that we are competitive and uh, hopefully to show also that we are even better. And uh, for that, we are doing this even as a as a head coach, you're you're a competitor, and and um, yeah, sadly my playing days are far far away. But uh, it's also you're greedy to to perform on this level, and uh, for that we are all greedy to to have this. Uh, have these type of games but it's not just about to to travel there and enjoy the atmosphere and enjoy uh, old Trafford it's it's we want to enjoy that we are there with good performance and a good result and it's not like we are just too respectful and and, and enjoy a lovely stadium or the big names on the on the shirt of the opponent and uh, we want to show that we are capable to get a result uh, that's quite more for me uh, any sort of throwback to the car road game down here will that have any bearing on tomorrow the type of game you know, they were very good on the counter that day with Rashford's pace, particularly Martial when he came on. Well, do you think it's a totally different game tomorrow? I think it will be a it will be a different game. It was difficult for us because we were so early back uh, in this game, and um, it it but this game showed again that it's so important that you control their pace and the counterattacks of of Man United. And, you know, when when they are in need. Uh, it's an unbelievable, unbelievable difficult side, and they even can uh, can beat the best uh, teams in the uh, in the world, really, with a, with a yeah decent result. And sometimes they had amazing wins with like three 0 four 0 against the top class sides, especially with using their pace, with using counter attacks. So to control their pace, to control their counters, uh, will be one main topic. Uh, but the other will be also be like we need many periods when we control the ball and we are the protagonists on the pitch to to exhaust them a bit, to take also a bit like their there will a way to be always there with a quick counter. It should be like when they win the ball that they are happy that they can rest a bit. So it's it's important that we have many, many periods uh, when we also hopefully can control the game regarding that we play at Old Trafford. It won't be that easy in each and every uh, minute to, to dominate the game like we probably do again a cup game against the lower tire team. But um, this is definitely the plan that we have as many periods as possible. United played in midweek against a team that played with no strikers deliberately. What do you make of that? That means even with no strikers you have a chance. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely definitely possible. So it's it's I think the times are over that you always need yeah, two, uh, I don't know, six foot, uh, four tall strikers on the pitch who are heading a long ball anyhow into into the top corner. So um, these times are over. They are pretty often Barcelona, for example, plays without uh, without a proper striker. Yeah, I can remember Guardiola's uh, philosophy is also sometimes to play without a natural born striker. So um, and you can be still pretty sharp and can be there with with good results. And uh, for that, um, if your strikers are not available. Yeah, find some other solutions and uh, don't give up. That's uh, that's what we can know. With um, Adam early, you sort of tried to sort of play down uh, sort of expectations a little bit. Have you actually had a word with him this week, sort of separately, just to just have a chat with him, just to maybe bring him down? Or was that something you've not needed to do? Yes, in general, it's of course one of my one of my tasks and my jobs um, to to be there with man management and to speak with the players about uh, these topics. But my experience also like uh, 
the best way to handle such a situation, not to mention it at all, so to take it as, as normal. Yeah? For, for us, it should be normal when he's there with a good performance, also with some uh, some goals at, at Preston and not to make such a hype out of him. So if I would be too overexcited and too nervous and speak with him each and every day and give him advice here and give him advice there, so I think it would make him even more nervous. So we had a quite normal week, so I praised him uh, whenever it was necessary and, and deserved. Um, and I criticized him whenever it was necessary and deserved and uh, quite normal. I think that's the best way to, to handle such a situation. Though I, I don't, I'm not a big, big believer in, in playing any mind games. And right now, just because he was praised so much that I have to criticize him a lot during training or the other way around. Um, he's, he's a good lad and, and he knows uh, also like how to handle it. And we have so many experienced players who will give him advice. I think it's it's quite important for me to to be as normal as uh, as always. I was going to ask him, what you compared to other eighteen year olds, what's what's he like? Is it, is, it, is he quite quiet? Is he quite loud? What's his personality? He's a bit taller and a bit stronger than uh, most of them. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't overinterpret this. So each human being is is, uh, is different and with strengths and and weaknesses. And uh, of course, Adam is a it's a good lad who was praised uh, a lot also during his um, um, yeah early days when he was a youth player and, and everyone was, was speaking about his potential. He's quite aware that he has potential without any doubt, but he's also pretty respectful and he knows that he has to work uh, on, on different topics and, and he knows that he has to improve. And I, I have the feeling he's with both feet really down uh, down to earth and on the ground and don't have the feeling that um, yeah I have to take too much care of him. Ignoring the uh, speculation bit, Daniel, what have you made of how Max has adapted this season to the level he's playing at? I'm happy without without any doubt. Otherwise, he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't play that much. Uh, and we have competition on the, on this position without any doubt. So, for example, in the cup game, Sam Byron proved that he can be a more than decent uh, right fullback, for example. And it's more or less his natural natural position as a right-footed player. Um, and we have also some some other options. So I'm, I'm pleased with him. So he played, um, yeah, nearly each and every game, nearly each and every minute. Um, and uh, for that, um, yeah, I'm obviously pleased with his performance. But uh, yeah, there are also many many topics where you, where you need to improve without any doubt and it's also like when you watch a statistic it's not like there are only 10 goals and uh, 19 assists or something like this uh, was also due to some um, unbelievable chance for example the Man United game he was there was a top top class assist for Timo Pukki and uh, he uh, assists in a situation where Timo I would say 19 out of 20 he scores anyhow and uh, he would then be allowed to, to have already an assist under under his belt but also to add some some end products in the beginning of the season he was uh, also sometimes struggling with some defending behavior on the on the far post with some headers so it's quite normal um, for such a such a young lad but meanwhile he has also improved a lot in, in these topics and pleased with development but he's it's not the uh, the end of the line so it's he has to go for them I mean that the game at Carroll Road against United Marcus Rashford that was probably as tough a challenge as, as Max has actually had this this year in a lot of ways Yes, so without any doubt, so he's right now playing against uh, uh, yeah the best left wingers, for example, in the uh, in the world. So, and this more or less on the on the weekly base, and there's no better lessons than to, to have this. And I got the feeling so he's improving more or less really from from week to week. And uh, if he goes on like this, he will have a bright future, and we'll have lots of fun with him the next four and a half years. Mm -hmm.